0: All right, we are live. We're live. Welcome to the Weekly Rundown. Welcome to May. I have a somewhat interesting fact about May for you, Tracy.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: Maybe it's more than somewhat. Maybe it's just really interesting.
1: I'll be the judge.
0: May is the only month of the year that has never been the coldest or warmest month in the United States. It's a transitional month. Would you describe that as interesting?
1: I guess (laughs) I feel like that makes May feel like super mundane yeah is there like nothing else that May has going for it other than like not being the coldest or not being the warmest
0: I think it's interesting that at any given point I'm guessing August and September have both at some point been the warmest month of the year for some kind of wave for sure and then April must have at some point been the coldest.
1: Which sometimes winter carries into April. Yeah. So maybe not necessarily in Greenville, but...
0: But May. May's just just May just May. Isolated. It's yeah. just May.
1: Wow. Well, thanks for that interesting fact.
0: Would you describe that as interesting or somewhat interesting?
1: Somewhat. <laughs> This is Greenville Mike, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including, but not limited to, new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite businesses around town. My name's Tracy. And I'm Will. And this is the Weekly Rundown. Okay, getting us started today, we've got some notable news. Greenville has a new bike taxi service known as Greenville Bike Taxi. Love the name.
0: Very aptly named.
1: Yes. And you may have already seen them cruising around downtown because we saw them cruising on Saturday.
0: We did. We were driving right by the Greenville Drive Game and there was a dude on this new Greenville Bike Taxi and I'd never seen them anywhere before. So I'm guessing they're pretty new.
1: Yeah, they are new. So they'll be riding around town, areas around Fleur Field, Cleveland Park, Bon Secours, the West End. They're operating every day from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., but not in the rain. So if it's raining, you won't find them.
0: Nor would you Makes really sense. want to ride. Yeah, you
1: probably wouldn't want to ride, ride <laughs> in the, in the rain. rain. That sounds pretty unpleasant. <laughs> But it is $7 per person for a 10 minute ride. And after 10 minutes, it is 70 cents per person per minute.
0: But it is $0 per pet.
1: $0 per pet and $0 for toddlers under five.
0: There you go. So you might catch us taking Ruby out for a little bike ride around downtown.
1: I don't know how she would like that. or I don't know how she would do on a bike taxi ride. I don't know either. She'd probably either be loving it or afraid for her life.
0: Probably afraid for her life.
1: Probably. She doesn't
0: really like. She's a scaredy cat.
1: Yeah. Moving vehicles or things like that. So,
0: Which is kind of ironic for a dog.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: But that's Ruby for you.
1: (laughs) She's ironic. So you can call them to schedule a pickup or make a reservation. Or you can just find them parked near their headquarters across from Gather. So we'll probably snag a ride.
0: I'm down to snag a ride. I also think it's really cool that Greenville has a bike taxi service. I feel like that's a fun, very Greenville thing.
1: And it's very green of Greenville, obviously, because it's biking.
0: (laughs) I'll give you six out of ten on that. (laughs)
1: Okay. Also, side note, the people who are pedaling on these bike taxis.
0: They're shredded.
1: They've got to have just massive quads.
0: Otherworldly calves. Lots
1: of ridges on those quads.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Has to be <laughs> out of this world.
1: Crazy. Anyways, if you want to get a ride from a Greenville bike taxi, just reach out or flag them down if you're downtown. So do it. Do it. All right. Next up, we have got some fun facts about Greenville. Will, have you noticed there are a lot of things around town that are associated with or have the word set in their name?
0: Funnily enough, I have noticed that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we've got... The Weston Set. we've got Point Set Highway, the Poinsett Club, Poinsett Park and Traveler's Rest, and of course the Poinsettia Christmas Parade, which we love.
0: And the Poinsettias, after which the Christmas Parade is named.
1: Yes, which may or may not have a relationship to the person we are talking about today. Okay. So all of these things are actually named after Joel Roberts Poinsett, and that is who we're going to talk about today. And to learn a little bit more about him, we are bringing back two truths and a lie, all relating to Joel Poinsett in his life. Finally. You've been waiting for this to come back for a while?
0: I'm pretty sure I was correct. The last two truths and a lie. And then you retired it for like four weeks there.
1: Well, I'm bringing it back today. I was recovering from my losses. Are you ready to spot the lie?
0: Oh yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. Truth slash lie number one. Joel Poinsett is responsible for bringing the poinsettia plant into America He brought it back from his trips to Mexico. Okay. Truth slash lie number two. He was part of the U.S. Senate from 1820 to 1825. And the last truth slash lie, he is known as the man who had the idea that led to the Smithsonian Institute.
0: Mm, Those are great. I, okay, timeline wise, I feel like. U.S. Senate, early 1800s, idea that led to the Smithsonian Institute, I could see that being around the same time frame. Bringing the poinsettia plant into America from Mexico feels like something that would have been done prior, you know? That feels like an early pioneer exploratory expedition type trip to bring the poinsettia from Mexico. So I'm going to say that is the lie. That's what I'm going with.
1: Okay, no, that's actually true. And I thought saying the Poinsettia Christmas Parade would have given it away earlier.
0: Yeah. And it maybe should have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's actually true. So what is false is that he was part of the U.S. Senate from 1820 to 1825. He's actually part of the House of Representatives, which I know is is so annoying. I know. That's an annoying thing to do. Um, And I
0: hate that you did it to me. Right. I'm sorry. It's okay.
1: So, a few fun facts about Joel Poinsett. He was born in Charleston in 1779 during the American Revolution. He was educated in England and extremely well-traveled, and he became an authority on Latin American affairs. Interesting. Yep. So, he became an American statesman, serving as a state representative before being elected to the House of Representatives, where he served from 1820 to 1825. He resigned his seat after President John Quincy Adams nominated him to be the first U.S. minister to mexico
0: wait a minute a statesman is that anyone who is in state government
1: yeah so a statesman is basically a political leader or figure so
0: okay so you don't necessarily have to be in any kind of state government
1: no because the state can refer to like a country as well so my political science degree coming in handy boom so yeah president john quincy adams nominated him to be the first u.s minister to mexico While in Mexico, Poinsett, who was an avid amateur botanist, sent cuttings of a plant known as Christmas Eve flower to Greenville to cultivate in his greenhouse at his summer home there. So Christmas Eve flower, also known as the Poinsettia. Wow. Pretty crazy. So he shared cuttings with friends and nursery keepers in the US. One of them in Pennsylvania gave the plant to a friend who's believed to have been the first person to have sold the plant under the name Poinsettia.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: And then another interesting piece of Poinsett's history is that he is known as the man who had the idea that led to the Smithsonian Institute. So when he was a U.S. Secretary of War in 1838, he presided over the United States exploring Expedition, the first circumnavigation of the globe sponsored by the U.S., during which geological, biological, and anthropological specimens were collected. Poinsett was the first to argue that the collection should be housed in a national museum, ultimately leading to the founding of the Smithsonian Institute. So that's pretty cool.
0: That is pretty hype.
1: So Joel Poinsett lived a pretty amazing life. And we can thank him for all the poinsettias that we see around Christmas. And if you haven't noticed, there's actually a life-size bronze statue of him on Main Street in downtown Greenville it's near the old county courthouse so say hello to the statue of joel roberts poinsett and now you'll know a little bit more about him
0: you know i'm sure i've seen that statue so many times before and i never knew that
1: i'm sure you have that it was him i'm sure a lot of people have
0: it's cool i feel like as we continue to do these explorations into greenville's history and prominent figures The more statues and monuments and landmarks in Greenville are going to have more significance to me.
1: Yeah, for sure. As they should.
0: They should. I like the fact that now I can look at that statue and know the significance of it. I'm looking up a picture right now. Man, what a dope statue. He's got a sweet hat and jacket just laying on the bench next to him. And it looks like he has a pen in his hand. He's writing something. He's taking notes. It's a feather pen too. Wow. All right. That gives enough context for people to be able to identify the statue. For sure. They haven't seen it before. Definitely. All right. Next up, we got everyone's favorite segment, Eats and Treats. This week, we're talking about Southern Side Brewing Co. Southern Side, all one word.
1: Yep. All one word. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's get started with the vibe. How would you describe the vibe of Southern Side?
1: Southern Side has impeccable vibes.
0: Southern Side is itself a vibe.
1: It is a vibe. It's right off the Swamp Rabbit at Unity Park, and they've got some epic outdoor seating, live music most nights, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Every time I'm there, there's live music happening. Great music otherwise, even during the day, if I'm running there in the morning, there's music coming out of Southern Side. Such a fun vibe as I'm passing by to hear their music. Tons of outdoor seating, tons of indoor seating.
0: Yeah, somewhat neglected indoor seating.
1: For sure, because whenever we go, the outside is packed and like there aren't that many people on the inside, which I totally understand because the live music is outside.
0: And the vibe outside is nice. It's
1: so nice. But super relaxed atmosphere, so casual.
0: I would say the atmosphere is maybe the best part about Southern Side.
1: I would say so too.
0: Obviously, their beer is good. Yes. And they have some great food items. Yeah. But I think you just can't beat the atmosphere. It's one of the best atmospheres of any restaurant in greenville i would say i
1: would agree with you 100 percent. but also what i love is the ordering it's so easy you scan the qr code on your table and you order from your phone which is like kind of impersonal but at the same time it's like really nice you just order and then they just bring out the food to you and it comes out pretty fast usually and your drinks out fast you can order like a beer or your meal or appetizers whatever and it comes out pretty fast
0: yeah, I feel like that's really nice. Like, if you're feeling social and you want to walk up to the bar and order there and have a chat with a bartender, go for it. Live your life. Yeah. But also, if you're feeling a little less social and you want to just go inside where there's less people, find a little nook, order on the QR code on your phone, you didn't have to enter what table or anything because the QR code is specific to the table. Yeah. And then they just bring you stuff. Right. It's awesome.
1: But speaking of social, I feel like Southern Side is a great place to go with a group because it is so accommodating. Like there's so much seating. Mm -hmm. So you can bring a bunch of people and you're sure to find a table outside or a table inside that can accommodate a large amount of people.
0: Oh, yeah. And the fact that it's right next to the commons and right on the Swamp Rabbit. Like I've been there before with a buddy, went for a run, just hopped over there, had a beer and chatted afterwards. Right. Like you
1: can go there after a run. Like it's that casual. Right. It's very convenient. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about the food we got. So obviously, they've got great drinks. We also got pretzels, which I would highly suggest. I thought their pretzels were delicious.
0: And you're a big pretzel girl.
1: I am a big pretzel girl. It wasn't like the shape of a normal pretzel. It was like an elongated pretzel bite.
0: It was almost like a pretzel turned into a breadstick.
1: Oh, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, but we got like beer cheese on the side. They were so good.
0: They were really good. I was
1: really impressed. I'll probably go back and just get pretzels and hang out, honestly, because it's that kind of vibe. Pretzels, drink, hang out.
0: And the drink I got was the brand new morning, which is a gin barrel aged golden sour. It's pretty good. I'm a fan of sours. And apparently this one is a sour that is aged in gin barrels for a year. Wow. Shortly before being packaged to rest on grapefruit peels, lemon peels, blue juniper, and orris root. Pretty hype. Definitely very citrusy, kind of dry, but very refreshing. Okay. And nice. I'm not, you know, I'm not a beer expert or anything. Right. Don't come to me.
1: For beer advice.
0: For beer advice, for sure. But I will say I enjoy that sour. Okay. It's very refreshing nice. and good.
1: We also both got the Southern Fried Chicken Sandwich. We did. Which was good. The chicken was massive. It
0: was massive. It was a
1: massive piece of chicken, which I appreciate because sometimes the bun is bigger than the chicken when you go to certain places. That's true. And that's always kind of like, it's a lot of bread, but not a lot of chicken.
0: Yep. I was very filled afterwards. I
1: appreciated the amount of chicken that was on that chicken sandwich. And then you got potato salad.
0: I did. It was a German potato salad. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was different. It was not what you normally would expect. Because the potato was kind of shaved, you know, it was like thinner slices of potatoes in this potato salad. I'm used to chunky potato salad. Yeah. But it was a nice change up. I was a fan.
1: Right. Highly, highly, highly suggest you get a pretzel because it was 10 out of 10. Okay. Well, you got some reviews for us.
0: I do have a couple reviews for us. This first one is from Becca. She says, the atmosphere is awesome, especially the outside space, as we were saying. The food is even better than the atmosphere, so there you go. Great atmosphere and great food. She says, definitely a place you'll want to check out. Can't wait to go back. Lisa says, a group of friends and I decided to come here on a spur of the moment kind of thing. I had the pimento mac and cheese, which, wait a second. Did we see pimento mac and cheese on their menu?
1: No, I didn't see that.
0: Man, either I missed that or it's rotated off for the moment. But definitely need to try some pimento mac and cheese. I would never turn that down. I think it's awesome that they also offered other drinks such as margaritas or pours of bourbon. Pretty cool. Really enjoyed the inside atmosphere. Lots of seating options, TVs. You could play pool. Music was spot on with the mix of 90s jams. And then Jose says... I have to start by saying I was unnecessarily dubious about this place being a brewery. I'm not sure why he felt that way. He then says, I was wrong. They definitely brew their own stuff, and it's pretty darn good. I also ordered their Brussels sprouts, which came with a sweet chili sauce and were good, and fried mac and cheese balls.
1: I didn't see those either. I know. I don't think they're on right now. On the right now.
0: All right. We got to go back which came with a relish type thing that I <laughs> wrinkled my nose at and ended up loving. I feel like Jose is a little uh, a little pessimistic maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, somebody knows what they're doing, try it out. Okay. There you go, southern side, great atmosphere, great food. Someone knows what they're doing there.
1: For sure. Try All it right, out. you should definitely go for the vibes for sure.
0: Go for the vibes.
1: Okay, next up we've got some new and noteworthy and today we're talking about summer moon coffee which Great name. I spotted last week on my drive. I said, what is that? What is Summer Moon Coffee? I said, that's got to be new. I've never seen that before. There's a dumpster outside. So then, you know, they're like working on the inside.
0: Where is it, by the way?
1: It is located off of Mills Avenue. Okay. So I drove by. I was like, I've got to look into that. So Summer Moon Coffee is not open yet, but we will know their grand opening date soon. And they're actually known for their oak roasted coffee. They roast their coffee beans over Texas post oak in brick roasters built by hand.
0: Okay, that is crazy to me. I don't even know how that works. And I I was a barista for a while. Barista? Yeah, but I like to say barista <laughs> okay. because that's how Ryan Gosling says it in La La Land. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I have never heard ever of brick roasters and roasting coffee beans over texas post oak or roasting coffee beans over oak in general like this whole thing is so foreign yeah i'm so interested to try that
1: we'll definitely have to try it whenever they open we will um they're also known for their moon milk
0: great name don't know what it is
1: yeah what is moon milk it is summer moon's signature sweet cream interesting which sounds yummy But yeah, like I said, we don't know when they're opening, but they should have their grand opening date soon, and they're located at 409 Mills Avenue. So go check them out whenever they open. We'll get back to you when they come out with an opening date.
0: Next up, we got a rundown of the farmer's markets around town. Greenville is a fantastic place for farmer's markets.
1: Yes. So spring has sprung. Summer is so close. We can feel it in the air. And you know what else is close? Farmers market season.
0: It has begun. It has
1: begun. There are farmers markets that happen all year in South Carolina, but today we're going to give you a roundup of the ones that either have started last weekend or are starting in May and going pretty much every Saturday until the fall.
0: So, starting us off, we've got the TD Saturday Market, which is the one downtown. If you didn't know, it's on Main Street. It is amazing. So amazing. They have all kinds of local produce, bread, and stecca. As far as bread goes. Right.
1: Bread and Stecca, because Steca stands out on its own.
0: Oh, yeah. Steca is from Swamp Rabbit Cafe, if you so, didn't already know. So
1: they're one of the vendors there.
0: Yep. You can find their Steca downtown. So, but there's also pottery, flowers, live music, crafts, all kinds of other stuff. And what is unique about Greenville compared to lots of other great cities is that there's free parking downtown yeah. on weekends at the Richardson Street Garage. If you didn't know that, hopefully you did. But go park for but free. But if you didn't, now you know. Now you know. Small tidbit.
1: Right. Okay, next up, we've got the Traveler's Rest Farmer's Market. It starts at 8.30 and it goes until noon. So you can enjoy over 70 vendors, live music, kids' activities, free yoga, food trucks, and more. Uh, and it's actually right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail, so you can bike or walk there. But be sure you bring a basket, as you'll most likely be bring home lots of goodies. They've got fresh produce, eggs, honey, baked goods, and so much more. Um, and there's also free parking in the Trailblazer parking lot.
0: Can't wait to go there. Also, Fountain Inn has their own farmer's market on Saturdays, similar hours, and something to note is that this one's actually covered, so don't have to worry about any pesky rain, and they have over 40 different vendors.
1: Nice. Greer has also got their own farmer's market. It's also 8.30 a.m. to 12 p.m., and you can park for free in the Greer City parking
0: lot. Everybody's got free parking. Greenville's the best. Simpsonville has a farmer's market as well, if you didn't know, with an array of seasonal fruits and vegetables, eggs, artisan cheeses, locally roasted coffee, meat, health, beauty care. It just keeps going. Free street parking, of course. Of course. Because everywhere has free parking.
1: And there you have it. There's a little farmer's market rundown for you. So like I mentioned, all of these have already started or are starting this weekend. So get out there. It's a great way to shop local and just support your local businesses. And Will, I have a challenge for us. And I don't know if it's a hard challenge. I feel like it's a good challenge. Um, But we're gonna hit up all these farmers markets this summer and report back and tell the people our thoughts. We'll tell them what we got, some of our favorite vendors and just the overall experience of the market.
0: Are we gonna try and go to all five in one day? Because that would be a challenge. That
1: would be a challenge? No. <laughs> We're going to try to hit one a weekend.
0: Okay. That's an easy challenge. Yeah. We can definitely do that. I think
1: that'd be fun. And we so might make fun. a little reel, put it on Instagram. it would be an experience. Let's do Tell it. Tell the people what we got.
0: All right. Next up, we've got some events for the weekend. So already let you know all the markets put on by farmers that you can go to this weekend. But in case those didn't do it for you, we've got... A few more events for you.
1: Starting us off Friday is Cinco de Mayo. And you already know Hoppin' is having a party. Because Hoppin' knows how to celebrate life.
0: All Hoppin' does is party.
1: (laughs) Yep. So doors open at 2 p.m. There will be tacos, a salsa bar, chips and guac, and a DJ from 7 to 10. And of course, some drink specials. So as we like to say... Hop on over to Hoppin.
0: And uh, just like every Friday, Noma Square is going to have some live music. So go on over there for your Cinco de Mayo party.
1: And it starts at 5.30.
0: And goes till 9.30.
1: On Saturday, we have got the Tales and Trails 5K. So it begins at 8.30 a.m. at Conestee Park. You can race the trails at beautiful Conestee side by side with your best running partner. And Will, who's your best running partner?
0: Probably you. Probably me. But... But
1: in this context...
0: It's Ruby. It's
1: Ruby. Ruby isn't much for running.
0: Ruby's more of a sprinter. Ruby's a sprinter. She's, you know, maybe great in the 100 meter, the 200 meter, stretching out to the 400 meter, and then beyond that. So, beyond a quarter of a mile, it's not really her distance. But we
1: might still bring her anyways. She likes to walk. So, after the race, you can stay a while to visit the Vendor Village, There will be puppy pools that your pup can splash in and be sure to stay for the award ceremony. You can still get a ticket for $35 and all proceeds from tails and trails go directly to benefit the animals of Greenville County Animal Care. So I love that. Fun time for you and your dog and supports a good cause. Also on Saturday, we've got the Social House Market taking place at none other than Social House, which is Right next to Southern Side and Soul Yoga at Unity Park, taking place from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. There will be food trucks, boutiques, desserts, jewelry, coffee, woodworking, and more. And you can also bring your dog. So that's awesome. Another dog-friendly place. And another Love market. It. And another market to go to.
0: Love that. Also on Saturday, we've got the 19th annual Reedy River Duck Derby. So this is going to be from 11 to 4 at Falls Park. And guys, this thing is awesome. They're going to have 14,000 rubber ducks race down the falls. And so basically, you can donate to adopt a certain number of ducks. And then if your duck wins, you win prizes.
1: Pretty crazy prizes. We've never been to this.
0: But I think we're going to go. I think we're
1: going to go because we need to see what, what this is all about.
0: Oh, yeah. It just sounds like a super fun thing to go watch. And the prizes are amazing. And so, you know, starting out with amazing, there's a chance to win a million dollars, which is crazy. That's what we read online. That's what it says online. Sounds crazy. Yep. So chance to win a million dollars. Another prize of a year of groceries from Publix.
1: I would love that. Basically is a million (laughs) dollars.
0: Second place prize of $2,500 cash from the Rotary Club of Reedy River Greenville. I'd
1: also take that.
0: And all kinds of other prizes. And so you can definitely still adopt a duck. They have 10,754 adopted so far at the time of this recording. So that's about 77% of their 14,000 goal. And it goes to good causes. So all the money is given to local nonprofits. So... Those are going to be selected after the Derby, but last year's included the Academy of the Arts, the Augustine Literacy Project of the Upstate, Camperdown Academy, Carolina Youth Symphony, Girls on the Run, Habitat for Humanity, Malden Miracle League, Strides Tutoring, United Ministries, and Litter Ends Here. So give some money, adopt the duck, watch it race down the waterfall, maybe win a million dollars, and all your money is going towards a super good cause.
1: Sounds like a great day.
0: Sounds like an amazing day. Why wouldn't you do it? And adopting a duck is 10 bucks, you know? Or you can get a quack pack of four ducks for $30 or a raft of 10 ducks for $70.
1: Whoa. So okay.
0: we might do a quack pack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we might. We're trying to win a million dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. Trying to get that million. Or billy. free groceries. I'll literally take free groceries. That'd be amazing. That
1: would be amazing.
0: That's all we got for you this week. Thanks for joining us and listening to this week's weekly rundown
1: if you haven't yet heard our interview with Claire's Creamery, that is up that is posted make sure you go check that out also if you like this podcast would you do us a favor would you give it five stars maybe even write a sweet little note to us we'd love that and also follow us on instagram at greenville mike and as will likes to say that is all one word as is everything else but every other
0: username on instagram Listen, there's nothing like adding a little bit of clarity.
1: (laughs) Clarity is good. But yeah, that's all we have for you. Thanks for listening.
0: We'll catch you next week.
1: See ya.